retriggers! Scream! No, he screams retriggers! Yeah. Like it's the like it's the rainmaker. Like, no, you triggered these before, stop it. Howdy, Internet, and welcome to Grapples to Apples, the podcast where we talk about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not Suicide Squad 2 has the potential to be better than Guardians of the Galaxy. Absolutely not. No, there's no, no fr- shot. No, no freaking no shot. Now, the only reason I bring this up no shot. is because last episode you guys brought up writers yeah. or um, directors and all this. Right. James Gunn got announced today. To be no. doing Suicide Squad too. What's Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh god! It's newest movie by DC Entertainment. That's enough of that though. Right now you've got your three hosts here: me, Maddie Bizzle, Double Z, Double E. Your boy in the right seat, Will the Thrill. And uh, today we got a very sick, but a very ro- we have royalty here today. Very regal. Very regal. <laughs> King Shades. King Shades. King oh. Shades is in the building today, guys. King, because he's wearing a Burger King crown. Yeah, I went to Burger King this morning for breakfast. For breakfast? I'm not crazy about that breakfast. I think McDonald's makes better breakfast, but... I had a Whopper for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you go to Burger King at 1 p.m.? <laughs> Ooh, got the two for six. 10 a.m. <laughs> cares? Anyway, um, thank you guys for listening to us. Wherever you guys listen to get the noises in your ears... SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. Play music, Apple Podcasts, all the fun stuff. And this week, we're going to be running through SmackDown, Raw. We got um, some New Japan Pro Wrestling. The King of Pro Wrestling pay-per-view that happened Monday. Yep. We got some uh, Crown Jewel information, some Evolution information. So uh, let's ring that bell. So let's uh, start off with a very... Um, basically a, a layover from Saturday night or Saturday morning, depending on when you watched the WWE Super Showdown in Melbourne, Australia. And, uh, Triple H and HBK cutting their little promo about respect. R-E-S-P-P-C-T. Find out what it means to me. It's hilarious. They're talking about respect, but they're trying to cheat the entire match. I'm just going to put that out there. Entire match. I watched back the match. You know, entire match. There wasn't that much of Sean in it. Like, are you end. nuts? I didn't see did Sean. Watch the same match that we right? did. Sean didn't show up. Them. Kane did not show Kane up. Kane wasn't all. even in the match. Kane got a paycheck for just laying down through a right? table spot. Kane went sleep sleeps, and Sean was in the entire. Yo, it was Kane a handicap match. Kane pulled the whole ref out of the ring. Oh, who? oh my god! Oh, Kane was in one spot. Oh, Lord. Kane was in one spot. Oh come on! I think Shawn Michaels was not in one spot. Bro, it was a two-on-one handicap. I, I at least watched half that match. And we watched and hold that match. Hold that match. It was Shawn Michaels versus, and Triple H versus The Undertaker. And I, it's funny that you do bring that up, about respect. Mm-hmm. Oh, we lost respect for Undertaker after what he did. But you two, you guys here, like the biggest heels in the WWE. Are you kidding me? So... I last week the le- week excuse me the week leading into the Super Showdown last week's Raw, I told you I was like yo I was happy with that promo that they yeah. had I'm like I'm hyped I'm hyped for this that last segment really got us into it this segment opposite oh complete opposite I'm just like oh 
Will the Thrill, man. That brain of his. Those those cogs, those gears constantly turning. I'm like, he's right. Sean is coming back. I told you. They're doing this and they're match. probably going to make this the main event for Crown Jewel. And I don't want to see no. it. No. Main event's going to be Brock versus Roman versus Braun. You kidding me? For the universal title? Mm. This will be on the card. It'll be like something that they... Probably the co. Could, could be the, 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 the penultimate match. Could be. Are they going to put AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan at the... That's not going to be on the bunch of Crown Jewel anymore. Bro, they're, moving they're, moving that, they're moving that to Velocity right before. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but I want to bring that up when we get to the SmackDown because that was brought up during Absolutely. SmackDown. So, <clears throat> they, they, they talk about the plane ride from Australia to Chicago and it's a long plane ride and I did some thinking and I... I'm like... Triple H talks to Sean... Three words. Are you ready? And my three words were, here we go. And then, you know, are you ready is their lead up to, are you ready? And cue the and My next three words were, oh my god. What are you talking about? They ripped their shirts off and they were like, oh, DX, double X, doing things on, on the ring. No? So they, they sported some new DX merch. You make me want to cry, Matt. Come on. <laughs> they're 50-year-old men trying fault. to act like it they're young. Your, you're the reason why they do stuff like this. Yes, because oh, I get nostalgic, all right? blame him because we were nostalgic last week. Last week? Prior to DX. It was, it was a momentary lapse in judgment by the two of us. I'm sorry, but these are two of the greatest in, in competitors in yes, the history the, of the These are four. All four of them right. are four of the biggest... Names that have ever come through WWE, four of the most successful names that have ever come through the WWE, three out of the four are arguably some of the best wrestlers to ever lace up boots. But dude, this was like 20 years ago, 10 years ago even maybe, maybe yeah. even five years ago. Like Taker's been done. I'm T- sorry, Taker's but Taker's been, been done. Five years yes. ago. Taker's if been done. 10 years ago. I can, I can, I can, right. I can agree. Right. Ten years ago, I, I would, I would have, yo, I would have been foaming at the I, mouth of this match. Ten, ten years, years ago, ago, Taker was taking on who? Uh, Edge, Batista. Taker was still doing his thing. He was ten still years doing ago. his thing. All four of these guys Simon. were still doing their thing ten years ago. Yeah. I'd have been cool with that. Five years ago, I would have been cool with that. But like, Taker's done. That guy can barely move. Yeah, he was trips. Out most trips is executive NXT guy. Don't get me wrong; he's still he's in great shape, and he can still go like physically. Out of but, the like, four of them, I would say that Triple H is probably the, still the best in shape because the guy works out like, every day. But I'm talking about I'm, I'm not talking about physically in shape. I'm talking about in ring shape. Oh yeah, where well because he Taker he has looks a like, like once a year gassing. Yeah, more than that, I would say. Oh, triple, I, I'm just because Taker because Taker doesn't wrestle. Taker goes to his ranch with Michelle McCool, then he comes out for a match once a year, and then he, and then lather, rinse, repeat. <clears throat> Trips is constantly keeping himself in shape. I, I I don't I don't like I don't need this this yeah exactly I don't need this DX versus Brothers of Destruction thing, and we know WWE loves to renege on their one more match well, once in their a last, lifetime their, last the last thing. time the last time now this is going to be the last time supuestamente until the next time so yeah. is the last time anyway let's let's move past that so we so, had um, <clears throat> Bobby uh, Robert Lashley <clears throat> Kevin Owens now usually there's two other guys in this segment Elias Leo Rush this time we had Leo Rush but no Elias I said last week that this this segment was starting to die down for me, 
And I, I, I didn't like Leo Rush this week. So here's my take on this. I feel like they did... So I, I wrote this in our notes, and I think we had a double turn. And I think the double turn was done because of the way Leo Rush's promos come off. Mm-hmm. As a little, like, he's, he's arrogant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of heelish. But Lashley's a face. So naturally, the fans are going to be like, oh my god, yo, dude, shut up. About, about Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. So if you make him a heel, then he's purposely, he's purposely annoying. You know? Mm-hmm. So I wasn't crazy about it, but if this is the direction they're going to go, and we get to see, like... Annoying, arrogant Leo Rush as a heel combined with heel Bobby Lashley with angry, like brutalizing heel Bobby Lashley. I'm game. I mean, and I'm interested to see what what face Kevin Owens looks like because I've never seen it. I mean, Kevin Owens is over anyway, so it doesn't make a difference. This is more of a, a just a, a, a heel turn for Bobby Lashley. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, Kevin Owens is going to go back. You don't to think being... this is a face turn for for Kevin Owens? No, I don't think so. Because what happens when Sami Zayn comes back? Sami Zayn's a heel. Is he going to come back and be a face also? I don't know. I don't know. How far out is he from coming back? I don't remember. But I, he was out for a while when he went out. Also, when, when when KO was with Jericho, they were heels, but they were love-like faces. Fair. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, it doesn't matter if Kevin owns his face. I think the most important thing is that we're Lashley. establishing Lashley as a heel. Yeah, I agree. I'm and happy because Lashley does a lot better work as a heel than he does a face because he is just plain yogurt. And I don't think WWE boring. knows how to use Bobby Lashley as a face because they because again, like you said, he's, his personality is let's it's somewhat vanilla, and so when you're just doing smiling, jokey Bobby Lashley, and the guy is a massive mountain of a human being, it's kind of just like. I'd like for them to, to to touch on his MMA stuff a little bit more. Not they won't. No, no, I'm not talking about like bring it up. I'm talking about for him to use it a little bit more. Okay, that'd be cool in his in in the ring. That'd be cool. Not because uh, their one UFC guy is uh, Brock Lesnar. Their one MMA guy, excuse me, is Brock Lesnar. And Brock the, Lesnar, the Golden Goose. You, he's untouchable. Right, right. Ronda Rousey, you're female. Boom. That's it. Right. Um, but Bobby Lashley is a legit MMA. Like five, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. I think he only has. Does he have a loss? One loss. One right? Yeah, he has one, he has loss. one loss. Does he have more wins than Brock? Yes. Yes, but he wins in UFCs and Bellator and other promotions. Yeah. Uh, well, I think he's like eight and one. No. Okay, so yeah, then he's had more matches. I haven't had many. And they're matches. like all submissions. So here's the thing: if you bring up his he MMA stuff, everybody. if you bring his MMA stuff into the spotlight, do you have to have him run into Brock? You have one? to. If if WWE plays off of his MMA stuff, mm-hmm. then you have to pair him with Brock. And you can't do that because Brock was in UFC, which is the biggest MMA promotion on the planet, mm-hmm. and Bobby Lashley was with Bellator. Mm-hmm. It's like comparing WWE to like Impact mm-hmm. Wrestling. Mm-hmm. So where, yeah, he might be talented, but he's just not on the level in the same competition. Gotcha. And so even if they go, oh, yeah, he's 8-1 in his MMA, and they try and pair him with Brock, the minute that Heyman gets on the mic, oh, you were in Bellator and you're never... That's it. It's over. Okay, so Bobby Lashley actually has a pretty good record. Yeah. 15-2. and two. 15 and... That's what it was. 15-2. and two. I watched, uh, like, most of his matches and they were all submission. Uh, yeah, for the most part, it's either sub- tap out by punches, TKO by punches, uh, rear naked choke, rear naked choke. Oh, an Americana. You don't see that often. Mm-hmm. Another Americana. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, his only two losses, unanimous decision, mm-hmm. and um, a TKO doctor stoppage, mm-hmm. probably by a cut. Mm-hmm. So, Bobby Lashley's pretty legit. I mean, I think Lesnar's under five hundred, or now he's five hundred, like something like that. six and six or five and five or something, something like that. Something like that. <clears throat> Batista's one and zero. Yeah, but he's not fighting anymore. No. Batista fought like some some fat guy. Yeah. Oh. But we can talk about MMA, especially with the weekend that just happened. Right, let's not do that. All of, uh, <laughs> we can do that all let's episode. Let's not. So, so the next segment was uh, Elias comes out to do his you know guitar and, and spiel and whatnot, and it didn't really last too long because Ronda Rousey's music hits, and it doesn't really make too much sense to me because. So WWE every once in a while they do this like lapsing thing where like they'll just have one segment bleed into the next. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what this was. Mm-hmm. They just let Ronda's music hit to interrupt Elias, but they never interacted. Like, her music hit, they went to commercial, and yeah. that was that. Like, I, I was watching it um, on Sling, and so they were still doing the main event or something, so I was, like, skipping through the commercials pretty much. <laughs> and I thought I missed I thought I thought missed something, because nope. they did the Elias thing, and I was like, huh? Where? Wh- why is Ronda here? It made no sense. Yeah, did, it just, she they, just came out. Did she they even do anything with Elias' segment? No. No, it was just him Cheapy. talking about how... Uh, yeah, basically, GP. And um, it's funny, I'm happy that you did bring that up, is Corey Graves is like, oh, um, these boos are rivaling Seattle. No. And I said, no way on God's green earth. They're tr- And it's funny, because I think the fans in every city that they go to are purposely trying to match Seattle, which is so so lame. Mm-hmm. It's so lame. Mm. And on top of that, they're trying to go down the same well. So he went straight for the Cubs. Cubs not being in the playoffs in Chicago. That's like the low blow in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And the fans, they, they before he even gets the joke out, they're already starting to boo because they're trying to be the next Seattle. And it's just not going to happen. Seattle was so natural and organic, and they hate Elias, and that's that. Well, the thing is that they wanted... Uh, WWE wants him to be a heel. Yeah. yeah. And they couldn't really get that reaction out until Seattle. Well, they always... He always, did, he always, did, the, he always did the cheap heat stuff. Right. But he never got it as significant as Seattle. Seattle was like... Seriously. Like, I'm surprised he's not stabbed the way Seattle treated him. Here's the thing with Elias. Elias, cheap heat... He, he has the palm... He has, excuse me, he has the palm eating out of the fans' hands. He has the fans <laughs> eating out of the palm of his hands. Mm-hmm. With this whole, everyone knows the universal truth that WWE stands for Walk, Walk with, with Elias. Elias. Mm. Over. That saying is over. And then he'll have, like, all right, the fans are with him. And then he'll just, like, poop on the city the whole yeah. time about it. And then, then he'll get some booze. And then he'll get interrupted. Yeah. It's the same shtick every episode, every week. It, it doesn't make a difference. He does it uh, in, in every country. I, every I need state. him to stop playing guitar solos. That's what I need. I need him to stop. He's trying new songs every week, huh? He does the same, but he, he keeps it in the same scale, in the same box, and it's so annoying. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, Ronda Rousey comes out, and this is when we get the beginning of what I call Super Showdown Part de Because it was just... I just felt like I'm watching Super Showdown again. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So we had the same three-on-three matchup, you know... Twice. The Bellas and uh, Ronda Rousey versus the Riot Squad. Now, I will say this much. I enjoyed this version better than Super Showdown's version. Mm. Because they gave... What was my biggest complaint to you, Jeremy, at Super Showdown? They didn't give Liv Morgan any opportunity 
to to use what happened with her and Bree to, to, to get to, yeah to get Bree's come up and said to get live over a little bit mm-hmm. and that's what they did on Raw. They started the match with the two of them, it's let the crowns go, ooh, and then they just started going at it, mm-hmm. and it, became, it was a dog fight. It was a dog fight, and, Bri- and and Liv Morgan acted like she hated Brie Bella. Makes sense. They ripped them apart. Yeah, the it, it dude, was, it was it was like she legitimately like they were playing it like she legitimately hated her for knocking yeah. her out. That makes sense. Use it, make it work. So, although that's going to be dead now because, because of the direction that they went, Mickey Bella. But then, so the Bellas and and Ronda go over, um, because it wasn't enough that Ronda made both Liv and Sarah tap at Super Showdown. She had to go for the. She had to get Riot, so she got Ruby Riot to tap out on Monday Night Raw, which I didn't. I was not happy about this. Um, But she made a tap out last week, also. Still, anytime Ruby taps, I'm not happy. Um, So then, after the match, they do the hands raised. And then again, here we go with the mirror. What was the exact thing that we saw at the end of Super Showdown? The four of them holding hands, going rope to rope to rope, and then on the lot on the fourth rope, they do the turn. Yep. And that's exact. I was like, oh, really? Here we go. Rope one. I'm watching. Two. Three. Four. Turn close. <laughs> like, oh, here we go. It's like they, it's so predictable. Why? Why not just do this on Saturday? They and they had room for it on Saturday because, well, because we can only have one turn a night. Like I don't understand. But we had two turns this tonight. Logic, Jeremy. Logic is logic. So they, quote unquote, beat down on Ronda with the fakest Fake kicks I've ever it. seen in my life. Those stomps, I'm pretty sure, wouldn't hurt a pillow. Mm. So and then Ronda gets up and. Ronda tries to Ronda tries to get back into it, but then they they beat her up some more, yeah, and yeah. they leave her in the ring. Uh, afterward, on WWE's YouTube channel, uh, they showed that Natalia came out. Oh, okay. Yeah, during the commercial like, break, the whole thing I was like, "Where's Natalia? Like, yeah. this makes no sense." Well, because so they have to sell the heat. But they've been booking her as like her best friend. You're for 100% weeks. right. And then you know what? Natalia posted on Instagram that night and was like. Oh, my best friend. I'm always there for you, bestie. Because Come the thing is, if they, if they make that too much of a prominent thing, then the automatic thought goes, Oh, tag team match for Evolution. WWE does not want you to think about that. WWE has one thing they want you to think about. And that's one-on-one, Nikki Bella, because reasons. But versus she's going to have Brie Bella in the corner. And so Natalia will be in, in, in Ronda's corner. That's fine. Whatever. So, so yeah, Brie, um, Natalia comes out during the break... And she's like helping her up, and then they go backstage, and I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, and then they announce for Evolution for the Raw Women's uh, Championship match is going to be Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella with zero heat. Dun, 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 dun. So that's that. Uh, we talked about the uh, Lashley heel turn, kind of gets solidified because the next segment was uh, a backstage interview. With Bailey and Finn Balor, and during their interview, uh, Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley interrupt them and pretty much talk a little smack, and uh, they put themselves over, essentially. So it kind of just solidifies Lashley and Leo Rush as being the you know heels mm-hmm. from now on. Uh, so after that, we go straight into Bailey and Balor's match versus Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. They win because it's not enough. 
to beat them in singles matches. It's <clears> not <throat> enough to beat them in, in the, the mixed, mixed match, match challenge. challenge. They have to beat them on, on a Raw as well because TV show. See, this is why, like, before we started recording, Jeremy, you were like, "Oh, I felt like Raw was better than SmackDown." I can't. When we're getting matches that we've seen, they're just spinning their wheels. Like, almost nothing happened on this episode, except for the things that did happen, if that makes sense. Like, we had a few things happen, and they were, like, big things that happened, but then nothing else happened. And so for it, that, like, that... felt that like it was, like, it was Groundhog, Groundhog's it Day. It was. It was Groundhog's Day, minus, you know, uh, the DX promo, the Lashley turn. Bill Murray. Nick, Nikki Bella turn. <laughs> The Nikki Bella turn, which again was inevitable. Oh, oh. and then the next segment. Next segment. Yeah. Who wants to? You get? You want to? You want to take that over? <clears throat> you seem. You seem a little giddy by the next segment. Oh yeah. So that was cute. That was adorable. So they announced this uh, global battle royale for yeah. Crown Jewel. So Baron Corbin pulls out what eight jobbers to the ring. Essentially, first of all. They weren't jobbers. They were oh, they superstars were world, from around, around the world. The world. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This guy looks like the knockoff Nikolai Volkov. Bro, the these ring. are the most like his name's the sickle. Oh, <laughs> the most stereotypical. It was like the red sickle or something. It was, it was insane. Like, right. So there was that guy. I don't even want to talk about these jobbers. They all got thrown out of the ring in like five seconds by Baron Corbin. Well, no, the first thing, so, as soon as the bell rings, the conquistador, who's a man in just a giant yeah, gold like one making, piece like S and M costume, <laughs> just rolls out of the ring and takes a siesta. I'm just yeah. like, okay, first of all, let's just keep playing that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, he's making dances, too, on the outside. He's, about like, the, the, he's like doing things with his hands. He's got his knees up. So then, so they, they uh, Balor, I'm not Balor, Baron, Baron Corbin chucks away all these, you know, knockoff wrestlers that they got at Five Below. And, uh, um, <laughs> Five Below. And uh, he's like, oh, I won. Everyone's out. Except he looks at the guy in the gold Where suit. Where would they find wrestlers at Five Below? Is there a special aisle for, like, Yeah, there is. It's like the, the action occupations? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you put in a request for them. They mail them to your house. Listen, this this segment, before, like, the actual Royal Rumble, like, Baron Corbin actually... Oh, not Battle Royal. Battle Royal, not Royal Rumble. Bat, um, Baron Corbin... Oh, my God, Lozenge in my mouth right now. It's messing me up. Um, the places that he was saying these people were from, hilarious. Antarctica. <laughs> like, how did he's a doctor in it in Antarctica? Now, hard is to be a doctor. And then Corey, no, oh, hard is to be a doctor in Antarctica and a world class wrestler. And I was like, oh my god, man. I love this segment the most, and I don't usually like um, Baron Corbin segments. But I was, just, I was, I was thoroughly entertained with that. Yeah, it was, it was adorable, especially when uh, Mr. BDSM Gold guy <laughs> comes into the <laughs> ring, and um, <laughs> he comes to the ring and he starts German suplexing Baron Corbin. If there's, is there anyone who delivers a German suplex that like it's as soon as you deliver, you go oh, that's great. See, so they spoil and surprise. <laughs> I, I, I said something else, but let's not go there. Okay. This podcast. Thank you. Because, so, Michael Cole makes a remark when he hears that, and he's like, was it Michael Cole or was it Corey Graves? Corey Graves. It was like some cheesy remark. Like, it was like, German he's suplex. Spanish. I thought he was, was Spanish. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh my god. But I didn't think of anything with the German suplexes. I was like, anybody could deliver a solid German suplex. Really? Not, not well, everybody. But it, way, it wasn't the definitive to me. Kurt delivers them. And his body, I was like, as soon as he did the first one, I was like, 
Oh, that's great angle. There's only three people who deliver German suplexes a certain way. Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit. Yep. Those three guys, when they deliver, you know it's them just by the way they do it. Mm -hmm. As soon as he has like, oh, it's Kurt Angle. I grew up with, you know, seeing those guys do their German suplexes. So to me, like, you know, people could, you know, they know how to do it. That, that, it didn't click for me. Okay. What clicked for me was when he gives him the angle slam. I was like, oh, <laughs> took you that long? look at that. <laughs> Who would have thought? Throws him out of the ring, and then he takes his little mask off, his BDSM mask off, because he can't fit things through his mouth. And uh, he's like, oh, look at me. I'm Kurt Angle. Dancing. I'm did dancing he have, in the like, ring. tape on around his eyes? Because his face looked weird. Like, it was contracted or something. It was probably I, stuck in that mask. That's what like, I like. Asphyxiating, like baby. Had, there was some tape or something. I don't know. But Ooh. his face looked jacked up. Well, he... Like, his, like, the mask was way too small for his face. Yeah, yeah. I think his face was contorted. Well, he but, won. Uh, so, yeah, so Kurt Angle wins. And he and is gonna now be in the... the second Raw representative... Because the World Cup, because John, Juan Senna gets uh, an automatic his advancement. Is, his name is Juan Dinner. Juan Dinner. Juan Dinner. We went over this. Oh, sorry. Okay. Ooh. So Me. Juan Dinner is just—he's just in it because he's because he is who he is. He was born. It's like I'm a uh, I'm uh, John Cena. And so I'm because he, he, well, yeah. So he got express lane to the uh, World Championship, World Cup, World Cup, the World Cup, whatever. So he's in now. Kurt Angle's in now. <laughs> I like that you were talking about the World Cup. Because it's not a World Cup. Yeah. No. It's a Raw SmackDown Cup. <laughs> it's, it's Are they putting the, in two of five live guys? No. no. They do not. No. NXT guys? No. no. They're doing, it's four from Raw, four from SmackDown. Mm-hmm. All from 2002. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Wait. Yo! <laughs> Think about the guys who qualified today. I know, I know. It's like that's why I thought uh, the other guy was gonna win. No, no, we didn't stand a chance. It's anyway, like, uh, new school versus old school right now. This is insane. Anyway, go ahead. So, I was speaking to my brother about this. What? TNA used to have their their global cup challenge, uh-huh. where they had four teams or like six teams or so. It was like a a lot of number of teams. <clears throat> and they had their wrestlers from those countries. So let's say they want to do Scotland, Ireland, uh, Italy, this, that, okay. is it, the what's it, whatever. You have your teams. Three guys, one girl. I'm going to try to rephrase Stop. that. Are we going to put China in this? Stop it. She did. <laughs> no, China the country. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, right now we've got a bunch of white guys. Oh, so that awkward. That's not really. So you have um, it's taking a real dark turn. Jesus, right. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is a messed up episode. Really, this is probably the darkest episode so far. Um, <laughs> God, <coughs> excuse me, it made me really uh, taken back by that. So, Finn, uh, who else is from Scotland? Uh, Drew McIntyre. And uh, what's the the Brie, not Brie, uh, Nick Cross? Out of everyone that's <laughs> from Scotland, you go to Nikki Cross? Is she Scottish? Probably. Yeah, she's Scottish. Is she really? Yeah. And Becky Lynch is from Ireland. Correct. Yeah. That's why she's Scottish. She's the only female on the roster who's Scottish. All right. So, but, but anyway, I, I don't <laughs> want to go too long on this this whole thing, but if you have a global 
like a global cup as opposed to just WWE guys, similar to the Cruiserweight Classic. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're going to let one of the WWE guys wins. WWE guy win. But it'd be better, in my opinion, if you had 14 people, 16 people, whatever, make it even. International, WWE International. I mean, you have UK guys, you have guys from China, here, there, whatever. And then you have Finn Balor win. Because he needs a major win. Oh, you're just looking for any excuse to give Finn a big win. He, he does it, deserve it. Which is warranted. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying it's not warranted, I'm just saying. See, when I heard this tournament, before anyone won or anything, when they announced it, I was like, oh, maybe they can make this like the King of the Ring. No. Why would they bring that back? They really like the should King. bring back King they of the Ring. They need to bring something back. They that's really at should least bring similar. back. We didn't, we didn't speak about this on, on last week's episode. I don't episode. think we did. Well, that should have been the question of the day. We make it this week's. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Okay, um, but yeah, no. But yeah. This this should be a King of the Ring type deal, but I, instead they got you know a one night tournament. Welcome to ruthless aggression era, Saudi Arabia. You can get it now because you didn't have it then. I'm I'm happy to see that this the whole tournament is taking place that in one night because we haven't had that in a long time. That's yeah, cool. which I what I appreciate about that is that it'll be something different. Mm-hmm. You know, Saudi the super sh- uh, the last thing the they greatest did was Royal the greatest Rumble, Rumble. Yeah. was just another Royal Rumble esque match paper, but it was fifty people. But it was dumb. Yeah, fifty people. How and then how Super Showdown was just like a pay per view. So this being like a tournament, a one day tournament that takes place during the show, I'm like, okay, it's different. My I'm thing is that they they need to capitalize on it. They can't just do what they did with Braun Strowman, where Braun Strowman won the Rays Royal Rumble, and there was just no mention of it afterwards. Right. It was just like, yeah, Braun Strowman's back to being the monster among men. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, but that's what they do. I mean, look at even the WrestleMania, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Look I don't at even who remember was, who won this year. It was, um, was it Mojo, or was that last no, year? No, it wasn't Matt Hardy. Was it, was it Matt Hardy? Oh, yes, it was Matt Hardy. Was it? Yes. Yeah. He got it. And what have we done? But Matt, did, Matt, Matt got hurt. What did they do with Cesaro? What did they do with Big Show? Tag title run. Big Show, they did nothing. What did they do with Zack Ryder? I see title run. For a day. <laughs> what did they do with Mojo Raleigh? Did they Chuck or Zack Ryder? They don't, they don't do anything with these guys. Baron Where's Mark? Mojo now? Smackdown? You don't even know what Brandy's on. Is he hanging out? I said with that him. with a question mark. That's what that's my point. Is he hanging out? You don't out even know what Brandy's on. 205 Live. <laughs> I'm done with both of you. I'm pretty that's... sure he's not even part of WWE anymore. Moving on. Okay. We had Ember Moon who got the jobbers entrance going up against Nia Jax. Um in just a friendly competition, because these two girls are friends now. Friends. Um, Yay. And Ember Moon won by count out. Nia Jax wasn't mad about it. She gave her like a hug and that was it. That I don't like. Cute. I don't like face Nia Jax. She's boring. I heel Nia Jax is equally as boring, but she's a little bit more entertaining. I like her in the ring as a heel because she's very like her in ring work as a heel is very like she's very aggressive and mm-hmm. like it's believable. I like it. The issue with her now is that they can't turn her heel because she's doing that whole um, stand up for stand yourself. up for yourself, no body shaming, yeah, kind of thing. yeah. Um, after that. We had what is probably my least favorite thing going on right now. Bring your son to work day. 
uh, Glorious Gable versus uh, The Ascension. And Gable tagged Bobby Roode. He did the rolling German suplex to win. Bobby Roode seemed a little verklempt. But then AOP came out. They beat up everybody. And segment over. Okay, cool, thanks. Thanks for coming. Paul Heyman comes out, cuts a promo because reasons. He's just building heat for Brock Lesnar for what you call it. And then we had yet another segment in our Super Showdown Part 2 where we had the six-man tag team match just do it all over again. Again, this one was done a little better in my opinion, but yeah. still, don't care. Don't care. I do care that McIntyre won. Like, he had the pin. Dean Ambrose ate the pin. So there are a few things that happened in here that were of note. The uh, dogs of war are starting to implode from within because Braun is starting to call out uh, Ziggler, and he mm. got his face. And so McIntyre jumped in and was like, he "Yo!" Grabbed him by the face. Yeah, he was like, "Yo, get out my man's face! That's my man's right there, and that's my man's in them, and you'll catch his hands in them." Mm. So that happened. Is that a line? Was that a bar? No, that's my man's. No, you'll catch these hands in them. Yo, I draw bars, baby. We from the school of Eminem over here. Check it. No MGK up in here. Ooh, anyway. Why are you like this? I was Oh what happened? You heard Anyway. You heard? Can we continue? Your beard is weird. Um My beard is on point. Where's your beard? It's weird. I'll tell you that. <laughs> anyway. Your um, fans become your haters. <laughs> why y'all like this? <laughs> why can we continue, please? <laughs> yeah, let's let's be like the opposite of MGK's career and continue. Um <sighs> So that's all, folks. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> so th- I like that they were showing like cracks in that alliance, um, and showing so like an apparent supposed strengthening of the Brotherhood of Shield. Um, but then the Claymore kick sends Dean bye bye, mm-hmm. and then they kind of flip it all again. So the the Dogs of War walk back up the ramp. Again, in unison, together, doing the hey mom look. I'm just like my, my big brother is doing the roar thing. Um, I'm sorry, you do that, and I just think of the Kurt Angle coming down with the shield thing. Like, hey guys, I'm part of the cool kids now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, and then the Dean Ambrose just gets up and stomps backstage like a yeah, like yeah, angry kid. Angry while, boy. While Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. You mean and, Roman Reigns. Seth Rollins. Sorry, um, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins are standing and sitting in the ring, looking super confused. Like, we why is Dean f- leaving? Because I don't understand. Where's he going? Got, maybe just because he just got pinned. I'm like, bro, he just got kicked in the face, and he's he's angry. Leave him alone. He's the lunatic fringe. Let him be crazy. Well, before we uh, get off row, I just want to. Touch on one segment that we didn't touch on yet. Uh, Mickey James and Alexa Bliss came oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> uh, Trish Stratus made her appearance on Raw to uh, I don't know talk to the fans or How whatever. I, miss that? I was going to go over that a little bit later uh, while we were discussing the evolution stuff. Evolution stuff. Would you okay. prefer to do that then? No, you can do no, it. No, 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 yeah, no on, exactly Cause, Raw, So yeah, what what stood out to me was so Alexa comes out and she's like, oh. You're the old school. I remember you watching you when I was a baby. Wah, 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 wah. Mm-hmm. And Mickey James is there, and she's like pointing at him. She's waving. She's like, "Yeah, you go, girl." And I'm like, "Why does she look like her mom right now?" What was bothering me about that whole segment is she's talking smack to Trish mm-hmm. with Mickey by her side. Yeah. As if Mickey wasn't the one feuding with Trish back then. Exactly. Like, 
How are you gonna try an old lady shame her next to old lady next to you? Because they had like ten years and before. The difference the, is that Mickey's active right now and, and Trish isn't. That's I know, but just it's just dumb. I mean, that, 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 and how does no one call that out? How does no one go, dude? What do you look? Who's next to you? Because one's active and one's not. That's all it is. The way I thought of it was like, this is Mickey James. Uh, Mickey James going up as her mother to fight the prince to get into it with the principal. Like, yeah, my kid's not gonna get into problems. I've watched them. Wah, 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 wah. Mickey James, man. Poor Mickey James. She deserves better than this. Definitely does. So, but so, yeah, yeah. So then they announced um, that there will be a change in the card for Evolution. Well, they did that after. Bliss and Mickey James come down to the ring. Oh yeah, yeah, the they ring. They confront like, oh, Trish, and then Trish was like, "Oh, word, y'all want to do a taggy tags? No doubt, because I got some partner, partner." And then because this was already announced as singles matches, it was yeah, Mickey these were James initially announced as two singles matches, right? and then it was Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus, right? And I was actually hyped for those matches. Those matches, uh, at least the Alexa Bliss, uh, I I wasn't really hyped for either because Samesies. I think you could have done something better with Alexa Bliss. You didn't need Trish Stratus. Or you don't need Alita. Mickey James, she's active, so sure, whatever you want to put her on, you put her on. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they made this a tag team match, I like. Because I didn't need these two singles matches. I didn't need them. We don't need it in a tag match either. We but don't need at least if match. we get them in a tag match... They don't matter as much. We can get them out of the way, and then we can add um, an actual singles match on the card that deserves to be on the card. Sure. Because yeah. with all the women that they have lined up, and it's all 50 women are going to participate, and blah, 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 let two women who matter take that ring time versus, you know, two Hall of Famers who are retired, one person who's mm, there as a Paul Heyman. Right. And then Alexa Bliss. Like, and don't get me wrong, this is great for Alexa Bliss in her career. I yeah. Good for her. Good for Bliss, because this is huge for her these career. Are two legends and Mickey James. And, and Mickey James is like, she's no slouch. Like, no, she's no slouch well at all. respected in the industry. So to have her with these three women in this On program this tier, is great it's for her. Else, yeah. And it, it helps them not let her get in the way of Rhonda. I agree. So it lets her improve, you know, her stature on the roster. It lets her keep the high regard up in the roster without it having to be tied to the women's championship. Or Brie Bella and how bad she does. And Nikki Bella and So Ooh, whatever. That. I'm I'm cool with the tag match because that means we get to condense two matches I didn't care about and we get to potentially get a better match in its place. So I'm cool with that. Yep. So now let's move on to the nine hundred and ninety ninth episode of WWE SmackDown. That took place oh, tonight. Yeah. So before we get into that, over the past week we've had some announcements made for people who are going to be on next week's SmackDown 1000. Recent signee, Rey Mysterio Jr. is... Well, it's just Rey Mysterio. He's not Jr. He'll always be Jr. to me. Yeah, but if you're going to actually know by his wrestling name, it's Rey Mysterio. Fine, Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio Jr. died in WCW. Anyway. He'll be on the show... Unfortunately, I feel like they're wasting his return by putting him in a they're putting him World in a Cup World qualifying Cup match. match with Shinsuke. Yeah, yeah, with Shinsuke, I'm not crazy about it. But whatever, should be a good match if he wins. Um, then. Undertaker's supposed to be on there. Michelle McCool, Mrs. Undertaker, she's supposed to she's making an appearance. Uh, Vicky Guerrero's making an appearance. Teddy Long, the Ageless Wonder, Tori Wilson, and Edge have all been announced for SmackDown 1000, as well as 
um, re- the reunion of Evolution. Evolution, which we mentioned before on this show. The one person that they're all still waiting for is Dwayne the Johnson Rock, who still hasn't confirmed anything, but he's got to be on the show. Well, show like them after him. Like I stated earlier, I was like, they're probably just holding that like the, those <clears throat> cards close to the chest. Just let it be a surprise pop. Yep, that'd be great. That'd be great. I'm excited for next week's episode. I am. It's gonna be cool. nothing in terms of like the canon. Mm-hmm. Nothing's gonna happen. Maybe Kane will show up and we'll have a thing with him. And, I don't know. Because Kane was on SmackDown for a minute. Yeah. So, Didn't they do the whole Hell No thing on SmackDown? So this week's episode of SmackDown opened. Wait, did it? Wasn't it? Was I think it? it was. I don't know. I wasn't watching back then. Neither was I. All right, cool. So this week's episode of SmackDown starts with again. Let's just redo things from Super Showdown. We had Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch versus Lange. Charlotte Flair Oof. in their rematch for the Women's Championship. Uh, Give them twenty minutes, thirty minutes, something like that. Yeah, there was commercial in between. So no, yeah, I'm great. cool with them giving that much time, and I'm cool with them going as long as they did, and it being the match that it was. Jeremy, you stated that you disliked the ending. I guess it's a growing trend for me, and 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 just WWE matches in general. Endings are <clears throat> if you, you're gonna have these two girls open, fine, whatever. You're gonna give them, you know, the first half hour of the show, fine, whatever. I understand that you can't have Becky drop the title because we sp- spoke this, spoke about this before. It's just like we don't want the constant changing of the belts. What do you have? Charlotte win by countout. Becky Lynch just like dips out and then she chases her and then you have that ending to the the entire segment. Okay. Um double count out, right? Well they, yeah, it so ended the way they said it was a double count out. Yeah. What Jeremy's suggesting is just have Becky lose by count out. So that Charlotte gets the win at least and then Because they, they it, made it a uh, if she loses by DQ, she loses the belt. Right. So that was a stipulation that was added before the show. Yeah, was they, that they said if, anything about count out. Right. Right. So, what if WWE really wants to make like Becky this like super weasel heel, which you I have disagree her, with, it's a bad version. You know, lose by count out. No, yeah, that makes sense. And then this way for Evolution, they can book it as. In my opinion, they don't really do this, especially because of WWE. <coughs> yeah, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair in a steel cage match. Becky can't run. I'm Becky can't get herself disqualified. She just still finds her way to win. So I mean, that's one way of doing it. And then there's what they did, which was the double the double count out. Uh, Charlotte spears Becky into the LED panels on the back on the on the stage. Um, Charlotte was bleeding on her arm. This whole big ordeal. And Paige announces that, that uh, Evolution is going to be a rematch between the two of them in a first time ever. Last woman standing match. I'm cool with that. If you if you ask me which one do I prefer, a steel cage match or a first ever last woman standing match, I'll do the last woman standing match. I'm not gonna lie to you. The steel, I mean, but yours makes sense in terms of like your progression of your storyline. If yes. you make it that way, then yeah, the steel cage makes sense. But with how they're playing it, I'm totally down for a, a for a last woman standing match. I'm with it. So that's gonna be. That and I'm cool with yeah, that. Yeah, sounds cool. Let's be an evolution. The first ever last woman's standing. First ever last woman standing match at the first, first ever, ever all women's pay per view. At the first ever, I don't know, insert whatever. They're gonna find a million other first ever's they're gonna do because that's what they do. Which is like this is the first ever 
time Vince McMahon ate a Snickers while wearing one shoe and one sock. <laughs> right? It's gonna be insane. For the friend, like, we're gonna be at Nassau College. The first ever hot dog on a stick. Um, you mean a corn dog? No, no, no. It's the first ever hot dog on a stick. No, this is a hot dog on a stick without the breading around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ridiculous. Watch. First time ever. Drink outside of the cup. What do you? How does that even work? You just put you your just mouth. Exactly. You just pour it all over yourself. Just pour it all over yourself. Go back to your seat, little sticky. It's like a shower. <laughs> so okay. So me being sick, right? I've been falling in and out of consciousness during sick SmackDown. Sick bars. Continue. I saw Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jeff Hardy versus Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. And I'm sitting here like, all right, easy win for Joe. Oof. And you you get to my you know my house and you're like, welcome Yo, 2002. Jeff Hardy won, and I said, what? <laughs> what I like was that they're they're adding some sort. Of, they're trying to sh- add some sort of like legitimacy here, mm-hmm. because he you know AJ messed up his knee at Super Showdown, so then Jeff starts working his knee, which was cool because Jeff was taking all of his regular moves and just focusing them all on his knee. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I like that. Good storytelling. Exactly. That's what, they did with it. That's what AJ did with his. Um, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, so it's cool to see Jeff taking that. And doing that here, right. and so the ref calls the match, and so that Samoa Joe can no longer continue, and so the winner is up. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, because he couldn't stand up. Close so up. then the winner is Jeff Hardy, and I was like, okay. In terms okay. of storytelling, yeah, I, I was like, like okay, it. WWE, I see you, I see you trying to do things. I feels you. I appreciate that. Whoever wrote like this segment, yo, big ups, big ups. Also, welcome to 2002, Crown Jewel. Yeah, I'm not going to stop this running this bad. joke. This, this I didn't is just notice going it, to be. But it's bad. Yeah, Cena, Angle, run. Uh, I mean, we'll get to the fourth person. But and Jeff Hardy so far. These are all guys who were prominent in early two thousands. Yes, that's whack. Anyway, next segment was the best segment of the night, which was Miss TV. His guests of the night were AJ Styles, the WWE Champion, versus his challenger at Crown Jewel, Daniel Bryan. Uh, I liked it because you had, you know, they were doing the respectful thing and they were both, you know, putting each other over. Uh, but they were still being like, you know, I'm the better man. I'm, I'm the, the better, better man. man. I deserve this. I earned this. I, like, there were, there were, there were some pump and right. I appreciate that. Miz trying to get in between the two of them the entire way, trying to get them to go at it, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of it, and they start going after the Miz. And, like, I love how AJ goes, Daniel Bryan, I got a question for you. All serious and whatnot. I'm like, oh. About to go down. He goes, How great did it feel to punch the Miz in the face? And I was like, Okay, we're gonna do this. <laughs> and they just went back and forth about how great it is to beat up the Miz. They called Miz the two minute man. They were just giving Miz the business the entire segment. Daniel Bryan was like, Yeah, I heard that a lot about it. I heard, I heard that as his name way before Saturday. Yeah, 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 I yeah. Like, I was like, Dang, Damn. Miz. And then he was him. like, I've had it. I want this championship. I want to do this. I got next. I don't care who wins. I got next. And I'm thinking to myself, bro, you're not in the like, you're not calling next at a ball court. Like, <laughs> you're not sitting on the sidelines with a ball, going, yo, yo, I got next, B. I got next. Cause you get dunked on. Yeah. You ever a, get dunked on? No, I don't yeah, play the me neither. Football. That anyway. Basketball. ball. So then, following that was AJ Styles with Shelton Benjamin. Uh, <laughs> Match, Jeremy? Good match? Bad match? It was okay. I mean, it's Shelton Benjamin. Good wrestler. AJ Styles. Good wrestler. We didn't do this match. 
Anytime you get a good wrestling match, I'm not gonna say no to that. We didn't need the match though. Like in my opinion, uh, less than the main event. They could have put AJ in, in the ring with Miz. Oh, I I wanted to mention this during that segment. The Miz goes to AJ Styles. He goes, "Oh, you're so good," and blah blah blah. blah but you made the WWE Championship irrelevant. Oh. He goes, "Do you want to know why the WWE Championship doesn't main event pay per views?" And I was just like, <gasps> "Wow." Oh, you go, you gonna do that? Woo-hoo. You gonna do that? And he's like, "You want to know why? Look in the mirror." And I was like, "Oh, damn. Oh, well, I never." <laughs> well, I, I'm glad that. So this is what the thing about the Miz. This is why people love the Miz because the Miz is the heel who speaks for the marks, basically. Mm-hmm. Like us who complain, like Jeremy, who gets livid every time we're watching a pay-per-view and it's the second match of the night and you hear AJ's music and he goes, what the F? So, like... Well, here's the thing. So, The Miz was always a jobber to me. He never did anything important. I stopped watching wrestling for a while. He was in the main event picture for... Like two seconds. Whatever. And I was like, why? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I seen the, everything he caught where he was like... You know, the IC title deserves um, mm-hmm. to be... It has a big legacy. Mm-hmm. You guys treat it like it's nothing. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. They gained a lot of respect for him when he did that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. If he takes up the belt at some point in the future, I could see them, him doing something like that with oh, the WWE When he title. was in the main event scene the first time against Cena, and he won the championship, and he did WrestleMania and all that stuff. He wasn't ready for He him. wasn't ready. No. He was, I think even he would admit that he wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. The Miz now, I can see him holding that championship. Now he could be ready for it. He's he's gotten to a place in his career where I feel like he knows who he is as a wrestler in the ring and he knows who he is on the mic. Where back then I think he was just trying to figure out who he was and he you know he wasn't there yet. And so again, I still think I'm still going with my original idea. I still think he's gonna find some way. Miz is gonna get into like he's gonna take the belt off of AJ and then Brian's taking it off of him of the Miz at Mania. I'm sticking by it. Until it's not possible anymore, I'm sticking by it. Miz taking it off AJ, DB takes it off of Miz, it doesn't mean. I have a question. Shoot. That's something you've never actually... What about the opposite? What if DB takes the belt off of AJ at Crown Jewel, and at Mania, Miz the Miz wins and takes it off of Daniel Bryan? But why would WWE want to do that? It's WrestleMania. The the good guy's supposed to... It's not going to main event anyway, so what difference does it make? This is fair, I guess. I would rather see that happen. I mean, I, I think it's like, hands down, they're going to give it to Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan's their golden boy. He's like the second coming of he Cena in a way. Just, it's just easy pop. You put it on on, well, yeah. on Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, you have an entire football arena he, doing yes, yes, yes. He literally opened a WrestleMania and closed a WrestleMania in the same night. That was, was, was one heck of a WrestleMania. Yeah, that's fine. Um, like, I think, remember, WWE likes to sell. They want images. They want... Certain visuals, they want like things that they can use later. They want clips. They yeah. want moments. What's a bigger moment that they can use? You know Daniel they... Bryan getting the entire stadium to go yes, yes, yes when he wins the championship at WrestleMania when he comes back from his concussions or the Miz winning. Well, he's done that before. He has had. He his... had to retire. Yeah, but he has had his WrestleMania moment. Yeah, but this saying. is post-retired concussion Daniel Bryan story. It's a whole different story now. I understand where you're coming from. Don't get me wrong. Ooh. I just I don't. I don't necessarily feel like that's something that I need to see. It's like I don't need to see Daniel Bryan doing the whole. I mean, thing. if it was up what to we me, want, we don't get. 
That's I mean, if it was up to me, we'd have AJ hold that belt until he dies. But I'm just saying, I know, I feel like I know where WWE's going to take this. And I feel like that's just where it's going to go. What if Batista returns next week? All right, moving take on. Take the title at Mania. Stop talking now. Okay. <laughs> so moving on I would was so Aiden English is just in the ring. And he's going to show the rest of One Night in Milwaukee, which doesn't really show much. Uh, it's basically recast from last week. Yeah, and then Lana says how much Aiden means to them, and he how much he, he's like, yeah, and he doesn't mean that much to me. He takes a step forward towards Lana, and then he pauses again. <coughs> like, if you want to see more Rusev, you have to come out here, and you have to leave Lana and restore, reform Rusev Day. And then Lana comes out, and she's like, you've been hacked. And I was like, all right, this is officially Jump the Shark. Stupid. I'm over this. She's like, yeah, we when your password is Rusev, it's very easy to be hacked. I'm just like... Oh my god! I don't want to do this anymore. What? Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. They they jumped the shark hard. Um, so then they played the rest of the clip, and he Aiden English made a move on Lana. Lana turns him down, and then she leaves. So he was bluffing the entire time. Rusev, and then Aiden goes, uh, "Fine, you may have found me out." He goes, "But Lana, the offer still stands. If you're ever tired of Rusev Day." Come see me for an eight at night. And then Rusev chases after him. He tries to run away. He catches him, beats him up a little bit, and then he runs away, and then that's over. So we'll deal with this later. Whatever. The main event. Didn't need this match. Uh, The returning Big Show, who last time we saw him was on Monday Night Raw in a cage match versus Braun Strowman. And so now he's back versus Randy Orton. In a qualifying for the World Cup match. This was an easy no-brainer to me. Randy Orton wins with an RKO because duh. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I thought that Big Show was uh, Big Show was going to win because you know it's his first match back and all this other stuff. But I thought they were going to give it to him because um, well, 2002 Saudi Arabia, you get to have Big Show who was Randy like, Orton was also big in 2002. 2002, Randy Orton started his career. Uh, this, this, he was, uh, this he was still like their, a college kid. He was like, "Oh, look at me! I've got a cast on my arm." This, this fits with their I'm pool news of reports. has-beens and whatnot. Yeah, what? So that it's was Raw SmackDown. Guys. That was Raw SmackDown. Um, a few other. Oh, one small extra piece of news for WWE: Crown Jewel was moved from the King Fahd International Stadium to a different facility in Riyadh uh, called the King Saud University Stadium. Now, from what I understand, I believe it's a smaller stadium. Now, I read a report that the tickets haven't been on sale yet, but the like the pre-orders or whatever haven't been doing well, and so maybe that's why they went to a smaller stadium. Ooh. I'm not entirely sure, but I'm guessing that's what it was. I could be wrong. Who knows? Maybe I have the report wrong and it's the other way around. Maybe it's a bigger stadium, but... Knowing news outlets, they probably don't point out the, the positive. They'll probably point out the negative. So I'm guessing it's a smaller stadium that they're changing to. What if it's just like a... <clears throat> I just realized this is a university stadium. Yeah. What if this is like a really small, like... Like cramped, like... Well, no, because... Say like Irving Plaza compared to like a Barclays Center. No, because you got to think, this is a university stadium. So if they're in Saudi Arabia, what sports are they playing... In a stadium in, in in Saudi Arabia University, cricket and soccer, soccer. those are big spaces. Mm, that makes sense. Okay, they're just probably not as much seating as the international stadium. Mm. That's my guess, at least. Okay, 
Now, just yesterday <clears throat> was the last of the major New Japan Pro Wrestling events before Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom in January. This Monday was King of Pro Wrestling 2018. And while I wasn't able to watch all of it because it was on a Monday, Jeremy got to watch all of it. I saw some clips and I saw the results. And boy, if you haven't watched this, because I haven't watched this, we need to go watch this. Hey, mm-hmm. you, you missed a pretty good show. Um, there's no other way to describe it except that. I mean, you have a show basically with New Japan's finest wrestlers putting on probably one of the best pay-per-views I've seen in the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, some of the results didn't go my way, i.e. the junior heavyweight champion, Kushida. I saw that coming, though. Yeah, I mean... I mean, Skrull's a multi-time champion. Skrull may be leaving soon. It just makes sense for Japan to put it on Kushida. So, I mean, Kushida won. Uh, He's the new... Excuse me. uh, Junior heavyweight champion. Good for him. We had... um, the, in my opinion, for me, uh, the anticipated debut of the newest member for LIJ, uh, Shingo Takagi. So Shin- Shingo Takagi, I didn't know too much about him. Neither did I. But once I found out that he was the one who debuted, I went back to look up who he was. And apparently this dude was everything yeah, to Dragon yeah, King. Yeah, he was mage. Like, huge top name that they've had there for like 15 years. Won like a quadrillion championships. Like every title that Dragon Gate ever invented, he held it at some point. So like this dude was the everything of Dragon Gate. And Dragon Gate, which we mentioned last week, because Neville is now on Dragon Gate as part of the Red Faction. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Shingo Takagi is the newest member of LIJ. And he was the one who picked up the win in this match. Mm-hmm. So Well, he... he um, did he pin show or yo? Show. Show, right? Show. Yeah. I can't... I don't know how you like uh, Show and Yo. I don't like Rocky Romero. And I'm going to get I can't stand Rocky Romero. I'm going to get to that later because he was on commentary all night. And I went... <sighs> him... God. Between him and Kellen, uh, Kevin Kelly, I wanted to See, cause significant damage to my brain. Now I don't know if I want to watch <laughs> it because I can't stand Rocky Romero. He is... I don't like Rapongi 3K. I really don't. Neither do I. The way you guys are You say you like Rapongi 3K. I liked... You're always like, oh, I like Rapongi 3K. I'm they're like, all right. I, I wouldn't like what you call it. They're not in my top, like... The way you guys are talking about this, it makes me very happy that I'm going to wait for Sling to get this in a couple weeks because, uh... What do you call it? I don't know. We just got Fighting Spirit. Okay. Just, just oh, you yeah, know, I, um, I turned on my DVR. I was there one day. I was like, as oh, cool. As opposed to for, for commentary, yeah, you can miss it, but to yeah. wait for this show? Yeah, I, I don't know if... I mean, I probably won't get a chance until this weekend to watch the whole thing, which is unfortunate, but... I'm definitely going to watch the whole thing. Uh, one that I did see was... So, Evil was scheduled to have a match with Zack Sabre Jr. CSJ. And so, he's carried out by, like, you know, masked people, right? And they get to the ring, and one of the masked people starts beating up on Evil. And I'm watching this clip, and I just go, I know who that is. I saw... I, I'm, I'm looking at it happen. Uh. I'm like, okay... Okay, they're beating him up, and like uh, his like the druid, I guess, is 
robe goes up a little bit, mm. and I see the white belt of, across his like back. <laughs> like, oh come on, Chris Jericho! <laughs> so this crusade against Lij is, is really bothering me. By the way, because you know how much you love Lij. Jericho just beating up Japanese people every weekend. Bro, for the most part, he's just beating up uh, Lij yeah, members. Yeah, Lij members and Kenny Omega and Penta. He beat up Penta. He, he, he dressed as Penta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Jericho's new gimmick is, gimmick is just dress in disguise and then beat up people. That's like Jericho's new gimmick now. I love it. It's great. So I was like, oh, it's Jericho, beat up evil. Maybe he'll dress so, up as Kane and beat up uh, Undertaker and John Triple H. Stop it. No? Anyway. He could do it. I think what's going to happen is Jericho's going to go up against evil at, um, oh, what is the next one coming up? Power Struggle. Mm-hmm. At Power Struggle, and then that'll set up Jericho versus Naito. In the, the rematch at Wrestle Kingdom for the IC title, well, he'll drop it to Naito. So I'm cool with that. That makes sense. I'm sorry. I just I just thought about Jericho impersonating Kane, and they realize he drops like two feet. Matt, I'm gonna beat you with a stick. A kendo stick. Jeremy, can you continue, please? <clears throat> we already went over, you know, Kushida going over um, our score for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. We had um. A BCOG versus BC Elite. Oh, I'm sorry. I want to, I'm sorry to interrupt you. It's official. Jericho versus Elite. I mean, versus Evil is official for New Japan Power Struggle. Boop, boop, there it there is. There it is. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, we had BCOG versus BC Elite. Uh, it wasn't... All right. So for, let me start off by saying uh, Chase Stevens. Chase Owens. Chase Owens. Chase yeah. Stevens used to be in the, the Naturals. Um, the Crown Jewel. Chase Owens. I don't like him. <laughs> he has a potato body. Damn. <laughs> Do you like yourself? Why? Why are you gonna play Chase Owens like that for? I don't. I don't. I don't like his hair. I don't <laughs> like his 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 makeup. The whole like. Leave Chase thing. alone, son. Oh, he's the crown jewel of the Bullet Club. Yeah. He's <laughs> a rusty penny. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> BCOG goes over. Okay. I'm. I was actually surprised that they went over because I mean anything with the Young Bucks is basically like Young Bucks never really lose. But remember, New Japan's got a story to tell. And they don't care who eats it. Lost the fighting <clears throat> spirit. That's right. They do lose it. They're like, they lost, they lost the tag titles, titles to Tama Tonga and to, Tama, to the, yeah, Tama to God. Um. <laughs> They so this is Ray this is no they have no titles they don't no. have any titles at all <clears throat> no the uh, the Briscoes Oof. I think are the ring yeah they, they won Damn. yeah so oh. this isn't really like, so this is a family show <laughs> is it but <laughs> today has been a different one I don't know <laughs> but because this, today has been a little different we're still not cursing or trying you know sexual innuendos but well Tamatanga yeah. Constantly grabbing the camera and putting it towards his genitals. <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh. Tom, you know, Tonga, I don't know, man. Tonga trips me up. I mean, I didn't know that he was like the fourth searched person on New Japan World. Yeah. Their, their, their app, their website, whatever. Yeah. He's their fourth most like searched person. Or I think more than, like almost more than Wrestle Kingdom, um, Sakura Genesis, everything. Well, because this dude, so like, he's trash talking with Roman Reigns on Twitter. Then he starts the like, he's with the firing squad, and they start taking out the BC elite. 
and like he's the kind of the de facto leader because he's the better talker of yeah but he, they, they said that there's no leader no no he's just a democracy to, yeah. blah, blah 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 but I'm saying like because he's the mouthpiece he's kind of the de facto leader of BCO of the firing squad or BCOG or however you want to call mm-hmm. it so yeah I mean because of all that Tomatanga has gotten and because of the way they were during the um, the G1 climax where they were just getting something disqualified because they didn't care they were just beating up everybody so like he really put himself in a high profile I don't know if that'll ever transfer over to another promotion. I feel like what Tamatanga can can provide is just very New Japan specific. Yeah. Also, the, same thing with Tangaloa. Well, Tangaloa was was in WWE for a while, and, and I don't even exactly. Who was he in? Was he Tangaloa? He was like a like a Mexican bike rider. I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, like Chuck Palumbo? No, he was riding a bicycle. It wasn't even like a motorcycle. <laughs> it was it was weird, but <laughs> it was weird. But he works like they work like in super crazy hand because mm-hmm. they can curse and they can do yeah. all this. Um, even after uh, BCOG won, they still threw a beating to uh, BCLE. Yeah, and I was talking to my brother about this. There are too many sub-factions right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Y- you have Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Bullet Club OG. Bullet Club Elite. Then you have the Elite. Like You have the Golden Elite. Yeah, you like, have the Young Bucks. Like you got, you, stop. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like they're paying respect to each other with these matches. Like, no, because now they're beefing. Because like, yeah. when Kenny and... and um, Coda had a match with the with with uh, Nick and Matt. Mm-hmm. Like when Coda took it too far, Kenny was like, "Yo, chill, let him right. get up. Right, like right. he's hurt. Don't." Mm-hmm. They had this match at Fighting Spirit, and Matt's back went out, mm-hmm. and they were just hammering on. Him. They well, were because th- that's the difference. So like that was during that was before the the Splinter. That was yeah. when it was still just one giant bullet club with they, infighting. They were still splintering at the time. Yes, but that was between the elite guys. Okay. The, the guys who, who got fed up with all that were not part of all that. Mm-hmm. Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa, Battle of Fale, they weren't involved in any of that storyline. But they're still bullet club at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah but, but <clears throat> before, when you see them doing bullet club, bullet club stuff, and I'm using quotes, i.e. Um, Kenny Omega. Coming out, defending the championship. Who's who, who's always with them? Nick and Matt. Yep. Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Hangman Page. Uh, I don't really see Chase Owens really, and no. thank God, because... Marty Scurll. Marty Scurll. Um, Cody. That... If they just splintered off and made the Elite as opposed to Bullet Club Elite, mm-hmm. I'd be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Let the original members, the, you know... Balakale, uh, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, and uh, the Bone Collector, Taiji Ishimori. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember his Tokyo name. Pimp or whatever. Well, didn't uh, he change his Bone like, Soldier? Yeah, Bone Soldier. Well, no. So Tokyo Pimp and Bone Soldier, two different guys. Yeah, but that's what, I, yeah. Taiji Ishimori is who was Bone Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, that Bone Soldier stuff was ridiculous. By the way, I like his mask. His mask is pretty badass. Yeah, but Bone Soldier, that's mad lame. That's like calling yourself oh. Mr. DX and you're just a giant like spray can. Like it's just it's ridiculous. That'd be he's cool. like jacked. No, like, yeah, yeah. I like the I like the name. It's 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 better than the Well the their Sky logo is called their logo is called the Bone Soldier. So you have It reminds me too much of a the, manifestation. the wrestler from Spider Man One. 
Oh, bone saw. Bone saw. Oh yeah. Bone saw. You can't see it, folks, but we're all doing the arm saw thing. The bone saw. Oh yeah. Not macho man, but macho man. Taiji Ishimori. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, Jay, and I I think to a degree you're right because we're starting to get like an NWO thing going on here, Mm, where it's like red and black. We have Wolfpack, Hollywood, LWO, this and that. It was was way too much. Blue World Order, (laughs) BWO, and so like I do see that W that um, New Japan is running the risk of doing that. I think that's kind of why they're doing also what they're doing with Chaos. So, we had Switchblade Jay White versus Tanahashi, right? Yes. For the contract, for the Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom contract. Yes. And Switchblade loses, but then Switchblade and Gato start jumping him. And not only that, BCOG comes down. Oh, Okada comes out first. Oh, yeah. Okay, Okada comes out first. I'm sorry. I'm jumping the gun a little bit. Okada comes out, trying to make the save, because again, he's leader of chaos. And then BCOG comes out. They surround the guys in the ring, kind of give the instructions to the Switchblade and Gato, like, yo, get these dudes. They beat them up, and then they, too sweet. Now, you think that this means Switchblade and Gato are Bullet Club. I don't care if Gato's part of Bullet Club, but you know me. Yo, know, if Switchblade becomes Bullet Club, you're gonna, they're going to make a Switchblade shirt, and you're oh going to get I'm it. I'm buying 30 then... of them. <laughs> I already have my Bullet Club shirt. I already have my Switchblade shirt. Now it's like a fusion. Like a, <laughs> my, my baby is just growing up. <laughs> I can't wait for that one. I don't necessarily know that that's what happened. Because you know how these guys, how wrestling is. You have to wear the garment. If your thing is a t-shirt, you got to wear the t-shirt. If your right. thing is an armband, you got to wear the armband. Well, they said well, that's they how just... they reveal each. They exactly. Were, they would reveal book that's club. Ex- that's exactly the right. Club. They were always book club members are always revealed either by by announcement or by yeah. T-shirt. Jeff Jarrett would come out, put a, pull out the book. Okay, we do not speak of that. That was one. That time, never right? happened. Didn't happen once. That never. Oh, I'm sorry. Happened. One offs don't count. Never happened. But that's how they do it. Shut your face. Even if it's one offs, that's the point. yeah. 100, yeah, hundred percent. So the fact that there was no garment here, I'm gonna say no bullet club. Bullet club. Alliance, maybe? I don't know. So we have Chaos is kind of in flux. We have Bullet Club is in flux. I don't know what's going to happen. Are we going to get those two factions break up and become a third faction? Are we going to have Chaos, Bullet Club, and then Chaos firing? Or the squad of Chaos? or I don't... I have no clue. But New Japan stuff is really interesting right now. A couple more weeks. Jay, what else? Oh, you want to talk about the main event? Of uh, King of Pro Wrestling? Uh, the triple threat between Kota Ibushi, Cody, and the IWGP heavyweight champion, the cleaner, Kenny Omega. The best belt machine is what he's going by nowadays. The best belt machine? Best belt yeah, machine. Uh, he's not doing the cleaner thing anymore? Not really. Oh, man. I love the cleaner. Why? Uh, I love his cleaner game. A lot of Kenny Omega fans at, at Comic-Con. Well, because Kenny Omega. I know. <laughs> because I Kenny Omega. Like but you, I don't know if you guys have been... I don't think you guys have been to Comic-Con, have you? I've never been to Comic-Con. But that place is so massive. I felt like every time I turned my head, though, I seen someone with either a Bullet Club shirt or a Kenny Omega Bullet Club shirt or a Kenny Omega The Cleaner shirt, something. You know what's cool? The other day after work, I was hanging out by the pharmacy, mm-hmm. and I was wearing my Bullet Club shirt, my Star Spangled Banner Bullet Club yeah. shirt, and some guy comes up and he goes, Dude, I gotta ask. 
I go, what? He goes, what is that? <laughs> He's like, I see it everywhere. He's like, everywhere I turn, I see someone wearing this bullet club. What is this? I go, oh, it's a wrestling faction for a promotion outside of WWE called New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's like, that makes so much sense now. He's like, that's really cool. He's like, and it's that popular? I'm like, yeah. He's like, that's really cool. Blah, blah. I'm like, see? Bullet Club is for everyone. Uh, well, <laughs> since we're all talking about stories, I was at the DMV a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Getting new license plates. In Tangaloa Show. And I'm walking, and I have, you know, my beats on. So, you know, when I'm listening to music, it's extremely loud. And I see this guy wearing a... Toronto Blue Jays hat and now that the hat makes no difference to me to be okay. honest but he's like super happy to see me <laughs> and I don't, I don't I don't recognize the guy mm-hmm. so I take one of my headphones off and he goes too sweet and I go whoop whoop <laughs> yeah that's awesome <laughs> I it too sweet dude I love that I love that like you can just go down the street and you see someone wearing, wearing a bullet club shirt you don't say it works with each other you just throw up the too sweet you're done mm-hmm. I had a customer come in Wearing a BC shirt. And as soon as he walks in, I just go, too sweet? And he comes over and he goes, for life. And that was it. And then he walked out. And I was like, yo, that was it. That's done. We're good. And then you have friends like a friend of mine who I'll, I won't name, but he, I think he was a ballot, a ballot fan, right? Okay. But he was never, he doesn't watch indie stuff. Okay. So he was walking around, he walks around sometimes and people go up to him and they're like, too sweet. And he's like, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh that hurts. That hurts. Like, that hurts. Bro. You know what's the funniest thing I get? I'm sorry. Last one. Last anecdote. Oh, when I'm at work, I don't wear my bullet club shirt at work anymore because of this one thing. <laughs> Whenever I wear my bullet club shirt to work, this is what I get. You're a fan of guns? Oh, <laughs> Just go, I'm sorry, what? Or, what are you, in the NRA? Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I've gotten that before. Oh, really? Bullet Club, yo, are you, uh, you a gun collector? Yeah. Dude, the questions that I get asked at work whenever I wear that shirt, it's not, it's not, oh, what is that? It's, oh, so you like guns? You're a gun guy? Are you in the NRA? You keep the guns? Oh, you're a gun collector? You have all of them? I'm like, no, I'm actually, I'm like, pro-gun regulation. Do you have a like, license I, for that? Right? Do you have a license? <laughs> no, it's, it's a wrestling thing. It's oh, you gun. wrestle with guns? I'm like, no. <laughs> No, like professional. Oh, so you're a professional shooter? Is that what you're talking? No, no, ma'am. That's that's. I, I Drew, I gotta go. <laughs> oh, my boss, I gotta go. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. Anyway, this, this triple threat match, fantastic. Top notch. Top would, notch. Would would we expect anything less out of these guys? No. Um, no. Cody. I, I think Coda. Kenny. Too many. Going on right now. Can you do it? Correct me. Another cut in there. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the first time the IWGP Heavyweight Championship was defended in a triple threat match, no? No. No? This is like only the third time. Okay. That it's been defended. Uh, This is the first time in a long time it's been defended. Okay. I could have sworn I remember them saying something about that, but okay. No, because they had. uh, they they, They actually talk about. Okay. The history of the IWGP Championship in the, in, in three way matches in in three way matches in, during the match. Okay. Um, See, I need to watch this. Man. Before I actually um, continue with the triple threat match, I stated that I don't like Rocky Romero. Right. And when uh, BCOG came out and started throwing a beat in Okada, mm-hmm. they beat him up also because he's part of chaos. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just so happy. <laughs> I would. <laughs> 
<laughs> when I went to Sakura Genesis in Japan, he was over by his table, like, down a sign, whatever. Mm. I was like, oh, that's Rocky Romero. I just kept walking. I was like, I don't need this dude's autograph. <laughs> I don't care about Rocky Romero. <laughs> I'm such a jerk. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. So this match, typical to the New Japan style, very hard-hitting. 34 minutes, wow. They went They went a while. And Kenny went over with the one-winged angel on Kota Ibushi, right? Yes. But there, there were... No one can sell a two-count like AJ Styles and Kenny Omega. Yeah. I was oh, Kota's going to be a you know, triple champion right now. He's like, oh, Kota about to win this match. I was like, oh... Oh, 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 oh. So Brandy Rhodes is in now? What's going on? <laughs> she was never ringside. Um, oh. Is that Pharaoh the dog? What? What's going on here? Pharaoh's the new champion. Pharaoh's the new FWGP heavyweight champion. Wrestle Kingdom, here we come. Oh my god, rough. There was two table spots. Okay. Uh, Coda and Kenny powerbomb Cody through a table... Outside the metal barricade, mm. and then Co- Kenny ah, Coda Cody. I can't do it with this. <laughs> I can't do this. This is worse than the Dean Drew Dolph thing. Right? Bro, go with last names: Omega, Abushi, and Rhodes. It's hard for me to talk now, so this is like. <laughs> okay, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm rough. Sorry. I'm asking too much. I'm sorry. Because he doesn't go by Rhodes, it's just Cody. I know, I know. So I can go Obushi, Cody, and Omega, which is a little bit, a lot easier, actually. So do that. Uh, so Cody sets up a table outside, and Omega is on the apron. And I thought, like, yo, we're about to have a big spot here. Obushi and Cody are fighting in the ring, and all of a sudden, you know, Cody's down. Cody goes over to Kenny, and he try, I guess he tries to springboard, and... Cody just like forearms him and he just falls back into the table, slices his back open. Oh! Now it's not on the hardcore Holly scale of oh like Ooh. back cuts, That's but rough. he was bleeding. Okay. Whew. I have a new drinking game, and I don't like to speak about drinking games because you know you know kids are watching this and drinking is bad. Don't do it until you're 21 or don't do it at all. And drink, drink responsibly. Kool-Aid. Come on. Guys. And if you are going to do it, drink, drink responsibly. responsibly. Cool. Now, as our PSA for the day, what I'm about to say is very irresponsible. Oh boy! Contradiction, City Jones here, right here. Oh, okay. If we're watching Wrestle Kingdom this year, and we are, of course, of course, mm-hmm. I have a drinking game. Okay. Oh lord! Anytime Kenny Omega hits the V trigger, oh chill! No, 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 no! This dude hits like ten V triggers a match. Yeah. Chill. Every time he. Every, just take a drink. Not a shot, but a drink. Oh my god, we're gonna die. Is that, okay, it's not a shot, it's just a drink. Just a drink. Okay. Because he hits so many V triggers. Bro, I think like Kevin I think, Kelly. V trigger! Scream! No, he screams V triggers! Yeah. Like it's the like it's the rainmaker. Like, like he's triggered these before, stop it. Stop. Je- <laughs> I don't. Words. Wor- repr- reprimanding. You don't words? Reprimanding with words. Boy, so God, gee, I shall we move on, please? Yeah. So <laughs> on that note, we can move on uh, to our topic of the day, and Mark, my, my question for the day is pay per views. What about them? Do we pay for them anymore? 
we're about to stop paying for them if they actually implement that new the new tier system. The new tier system. But what pay per views would you like to see added to the WWE yearly lineup? Lineup, and what would you like to see removed? Three, you can have up to three. Taken out <clears throat> and added in. I'd like to go first. Okay. This is mine very quickly. One has to be Starcade. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to say Bash at the Beach, but you can't get rid of SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're going to change that real quick. <laughs> you take out Elimination Chamber. Really? Yes. Okay. You have Starcade in January as opposed to which call, or you have it in, in December. Whatever. It, it just make sure that Starcade happens and then the Royal Rumble happens. Don't have the Royal Rumble happen before Starcade. Okay. Two, Halloween Havoc. Take out Grey Balls of Fire. Okay. And if they're not going to do Grey Balls of Fire again, take out TLC. Okay. You can do whatever. Uh, three, it's not more of a um, pay per view change, but a stipulation change. Hell in the Cell. Every match in the Cell. Okay. As opposed to just one match that we don't really care about being in the Cell. Okay. That's my list. Okay. So my three, I'm going to I'm gonna share your Halloween Havoc, because I mean, that's just obvious. Yes, sir. I was going to say Bash of the Beach, but you're right about SummerSlam. So I ixnade Bash of the Beach, King of the Ring. Oh. I want King of the Ring back in the mm. worst possible way. Uh, here's a little weird one. I don't know why, but I like this one. Armageddon. I was gonna put Armageddon on mine. Yeah, I want Armageddon back. I don't know why. I think it, Armageddon was pretty mage. Yeah, right. It was pretty. I feel like I remember like Armageddon was always like, oh, like this some major thing always had at Armageddon. They started messing around with when Armageddon was. I think. I don't know. So I want. Here's what I want out. Yeah. I'm with you. Great Balls of Fire needs to never be a thing ever again. Um, next, Fast Lane, Fast Gone, Fast Gone, and then third. I'm gonna say either like Roadblock or whatever they like whatever that, yeah. or any of the stipulation pay per views. I hate them all, except for Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank can stay, but TLC can go, Extreme Rules can go, Hell in a Cell. These are match types, mm-hmm. not pay per views. Stop it, stop it. Bring back actual legit <clears throat> names for your pay per views. Get rid of these stipulation matches and then turn them into pay per views. Don't before you go, Bizzle. I, I agree with you, but for Hell in the Cell, like TNA, they had something called Lethal Lockdown, okay. where it wasn't just like six sides of steel, but every match was in the, the cage, okay. and that's what I'd like. If you don't have it in Hell in the Cell, have it in the cage match, or have them all in elimination. My problem with that is I don't want a Hell in a Cell match every year. I feel like it lost its value. How, like Hell in a Cell does not mean as much to me anymore. How do you feel about them doing a, um, instead, like, leading into an Armageddon Hell in a Cell match again? That was what it was called, right? The six yeah, man Armageddon in a cell. The six guys versus each other yeah, in a cell. Yeah, yeah. That was when Rikishi died. There was only one? <laughs> yeah. Because it was a mess. I think it doesn't make sense because they have Elimination Chamber. Right. Okay. But yeah, Armageddon in a cell, it's a one-off. Like, yo, first pinfall wins. Mm. But I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be a much bigger, like, bam, instead of, like, if they're not going to have that many Hell in a Star matches, that would be a bigger way to, you know, blare it out. But if you can get six guys that are in a multi-feud, then yeah. If not, then it doesn't make any sense. Of course, yeah. yeah. Anyway, my three, um, I'm going with New Year's Revolution. To add? Yes. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was where Edge Elimination Chamber debuted. 
Um, I don't really like this whole idea of... No, that's not it. Oh, no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. It was a Silver F series. Silver F series, too. And they had the SummerSlam one. Mm -hmm. But then they made an annual thing that it would be at New Year's Revolution. Yes. It became known for... That was where it was. Um, They still have Elimination Chamber every year in February? Every year. I guess I would remove it there because there's no reason to have both of them. You know? Okay. Um, I would... I would probably put Bad Blood in. Bad Blood? Yeah. WWE would never go for that nowadays. Yeah, no, it's not PG, but I... I'm I mean, he, they're I'm trying to get it. away from the PG image in some way, shape, or form, right? Nah. They're not really like... Yes and no. Yeah, exactly. Becky, yes Becky's and out no. there cursing every, what, every two weeks? Yeah, but you throw a bomb out here every once in a while, fine. But it, to have blood, like... like it, blood? To no advertise blood? blood. Like, uh, I don't know. It would be cool if they would go for a bit more rub. Okay. You know, ruthless, aggressive touch. Okay. <laughs> Pun there. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, I mean, honestly, as far as... I'm just going to... Put my third one in there when I put in. Um, I would probably go with. I mean, I really, I really like Armageddon, Gordon, but I want to, don't want to double down on that. Okay. No Mercy was a good one. They still do No Mercy. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. When? Because uh, they just they didn't do one this year, did they? No Mercy. Mm. They, they didn't do one in twenty eighteen, but they did one in twenty seventeen in September. That was a September pay per view. If. I, that was Brock versus Braun. So their, their lineups are, are alternating, basically, where they'll just have whatever they want. Every year, just a different, what you call it. I mean, you have your consistents, mm-hmm. and you have your, your throwbacks. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, some of the throwbacks are pretty as, terrible. God awful. As far as pulling things, I mean, I would want to pull like six or seven of these damn house shows and all this you, other you, stuff. You got three. three. You get three. <sighs> yeah, I get Get rid that. of three. Nine. I'm taking nine. Get rid of three. So, I would probably take Night of Champions away. They um, haven't done Night of Champions in a long time. They don't do it anymore. Yeah. What? Really? Bro, where have you... I don't know. I, listen, they do these things every two weeks. Uh, to me, it's just Sunday night wrestling now, alright? Sunday night wrestling. I, I, I don't know what no, they... They, not, they did Clash the, of Champions. The thing is, these titles don't mean... these. The names don't mean anything anymore. They're not anything that pops. It, it, it is a blur because you're just... We're in there every week, and it's like... And that's kind of why, like, Jeremy and I, like... That's why we want to bring back, like, Halloween Havoc. Because you can't just, like, throw, throw it in there. there. Yeah. You, know, you can't throw in Halloween Havoc. You it's can't... like, uh, hey, it's uh, February. Hey, Halloween Havoc's today. Exactly. No, you can't what? do that. You don't make any sense. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Like... Can we get rid of Super Showdown? We can take... Get rid of all of the past six pay-per-views. It's too many. Anyway. Anyway, guys. Um... I think that wraps up our show for the day, right? Just about. Thanks for everyone for listening. As always, I've been Will the Thrill, joined by my lovely co-hosts. Oh, King Shades. And Maddie Bizzle, double Z, double E. You've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples the number two apples. You can find us on social media on Facebook.com slash Grapples to Apples and Twitter.com slash Grapples to Apples. At Grapples to Apples. What? At Grapples to Apples. Twitter. Twitter. You can go to twitter.com. Either way. There you go. You can either go to our page or at us at, at Grapples to Apple. You gotta add it. Anyway, you listen to us on SoundCloud, you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Google Play Music. That's the one. Uh, thanks for listening. We will catch you guys next time. Later. Nice.